Inside Westminster, Chapter 197, Rules of Engagement. Neil Forthright and Joanna Mead were laying into Tony Hancock during their morning chat show. So you mean to tell us that if our national treasures of pubs were to call themselves canteens, they'd be allowed to stay open beyond the 10pm curfew, selling alcohol like the bars in the Palace of Westminster? Hancock had to admit that this was a tiny weeny anomaly that the parliamentary estate had exploited, a fact which added salt to the wound of the decimation of UK's national pastime of getting sloshed till all hours. Furthermore, not one MP from any side had objected to this anomalous perk. So can you not see, Secretary of State, why we're all fed up with the whole darn lot of you and would rather have a troop of monkeys running the country? Mead was nodding, her head in agreement, adding, and who is in charge of the university fiasco? Shouldn't every student in the land be getting a massive refund as well as a consolation prize for ever having aspired to commit to further education? Poor Hancock had no answers, which was typical of the way the Covid catastrophe had panned out. All questions to which even the most eminent scientist had no answers. The PM2, in one of his rare addresses to the nation, was caught out when asked to confirm the new lockdown rules for the North East. Could six people from two households meet in, the gar- in a pub garden? Simply enough, but even our esteemed and learned leader got it wrong and had to issue an immediate statement via Twitter, making an historic first-time apology, admitting that he misspoke. Mandy, however, was having fun with Faye and their babies. Now one glass of wine and an early night were all that the two craved. As independent and thrustingly career-minded as both women had been, neither could afford a nighttime nurse or daytime nanny, like their other, better-heeled contemporaries had done. And so a low-key get-together in one of their suites, whilst both babies had their late afternoon nap, constituted the biggest treat of their day. The conversation turned to the latest headlines on the ongoing court case between Sassy Sparkle and The Post. What would you do in her shoes? Mandy opened the conversation. Well, quite frankly, I wouldn't be in her shoes, blurted out the straight-talking Fay. Why not? questioned Mandy. Because I can't stand guars, giggled Fay. What on earth is a guars? asked Mandy. Gingers with attitude, blurted out Fay, laughing. Where did you get that one from? said Mandy. Oh, the few years I spent in the army, replied Fay. I didn't know you'd spent time at Her Majesty's leisure, laughed Mandy. Well, I wasn't in pokey, if that's what you're thinking, though sometimes it felt like it, Faye said. How long did you do? questioned Mandy. Oh, just a few years. That was long enough, as I wanted to make some serious money, and I just wasn't earning enough for the work I put in, said Faye, continuing. But it was good experience, and I don't regret it. Mandy's phone rang. It was Potty, who was sounding ebullient. How are you, my sweet beaver? Oh, chillaxing with Faye. The babes are asleep, so we're grabbing a glass and some chats. Did you know Faye's been in the army, said Mandy? No, I didn't, but good for her. I'm sure she was brilliant, said Potty. Well, I think she was, but she's better able to take control of her life now she's got her own business interests, added Mandy. Well, I'm sure you're both enjoying yourselves, taking a well-earned break, 
Potty said, just glad that his darling girl had met a decent friend who seemed to have a lot in common with her, unlike her sister, who seemed the wrong side of nasty. And then just as he rang off, news appeared on the screen of his ever-present iPhone that Trump had caught a dose, and Melania too. Potty immediately phoned Ben to find the latest updates on the president's health and if there'd been any communication between the White House and Downing Street. No, mate, Ben replied, but I'll let you know if anything comes through. Please organise a condolences message, Ben, but make it as upbeat as possible. Don't want to scare the masses. And with that, Potty took a moment to reflect on his near-death experience with Covid, thanking his lucky stars that he had survived and hoping that Trump would pull through. The last thing the states needs at the moment, what with the presidential elections, the racial turmoil and the Covid-induced hysteria, is a dead president. Which, given Trump's lifelong love affair with all things fatty and fast, was to prove to be a very distinct possibility. Still, Potty thought, at least Brexit looks, talks, look, set to enter the tunnel, so fingers crossed. Priscilla van der Leer had certainly earned her salary since taking over the job of President of the European Commission, as Brexit was proving to be the ultimate conundrum, a puzzle with no real answer, except no deal was the only solution no one wanted. And then too, she too had a positive test result and was forced into self-isolation, which was the last thing anyone needed.